This program is sponsored by Unidos US and Comcast. It's recorded in our studios located in Hollywood, Florida, USA. Hi, everybody. Today is our podcast number four. Welcome, everybody. Hi, Magali. How are you today? Hello, Raisa. Today, we are going to have a very special podcast, uh, getting into knowing the N-400 application form. In our last podcast, we were speaking about the process of becoming an American citizen. And so today, basically, I was announcing that we are going to have like a little mock session from part number one to part number eight, number four. Yeah, all application has 18 parts and get 21 pages. It's very big application. And this N400, you have to put all your life during last five years. And each, not which material what you have to put here, each fact you have to prove with document as your birth certificate, as your driver license, as your green card, your social security, and your passports. Very important to have your passport for your interview. And of course, your taxes. And each document you have to have in English. If your birth certificate or your uh, marriage certificate or divorces, you have to have in English. The USCIS, and I remember in our, our, one of our first meetings with USCIS, they insisted about how important it is for the applicants that are not English speakers, how important it is to learn about the W questions. Because everything in the M400 application generates a W question. For sure, we have to dominate and to understand the difference between what, where, when, how, because everything will fall into W questions. So in the part number two of the application, CIS is asking the information about you. So then the, in the page number one, Raisa, they start asking you for your family name, your given name or your first name and your middle name. So, when we don't speak English, we don't understand what family name is. And when we don't dominate English, we don't understand what given name is. So, the officer can start asking you, what is your name? That could be simple. But what if the officer starts by asking you, what, can you give me your, can you give me your given name? Exactly, Magali. Part number two, easy, simple part. If your English, good English. And you have to anyway practice these questions because in regular like moments, we are using last name, first name, but in immigration and police station or in a jail or in court, nobody using first and last. They are using given name, family name, maiden name, and this was very new for our students. We have to practice every time about names. 
And the other vocabulary for this part, number two, current name, legal name, full name, that is other vocabulary problem. Because students, they don't know what is current, what is legal, why my name is legal. I don't have a legal name. I have only legal name. Why are they asking me this? And what means legal name? What means current name? It's a lot of vocabulary to learn to make sure part number two will be success during your interview. Wow. Do you mean that the officer had different styles and different ways to ask about your real name? Yes, they can ask a different way. They, are, they can ask you, what is your name? And your answer may be, Maria. That is wrong answer. Because my question wasn't about your given name. I'm asking, what is your name? And your name is maybe Maria Olga Perez Rodriguez. That is question, what is, what is my name? Yes. Maybe question will be, what is your full name? What is your full legal name? What is your full legal current name? Your answer will be the same. Maria Olga Perez Rodriguez. You see, female and male, they have a big difference when we build the N400 application in regards to names. For a man, it's a very simple and straightforward process. But females, we tend to change our last name depending on our marriages. That is obviously a change of name. So sometimes we get back to our original names. So always, always, when you are completing your application, you must be sure, and this is a dialogue, a conversation with the person that is completing your application, that everything falls into what is, at this point, legally in the United States, the name that figures in the papers that you hold from the U.S. government. So you can obtain the name based on your green card, because it's part of the of the question of the N-400 application, but you can obtain your name based on your driver's license, also from your passport. And obviously, and that's something that is very interesting, Raisa, our students, they don't remember their, 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 their maiden name. They don't remember when they were single, never married, the name that your mother and your father gave you. So imagine how important it is for us to be clear about your real name. Yes, as I said, Magali, that our practice, that our experience, we have a lot of problem with part number two. Because if we ask, what is your family name? Immediately, they think about mother or father. It has nothing to do about your mother and father. This is your interview, an officer asking your family name, not family name of your father, father or your mother. And this vocabulary, vocabulary, what we are helping students to understand. If officer will ask you, what is your given name? What is your family name? What is your middle name? What is your full name? And let me tell part number two has four Parts. One, two, three, and four. What difference, Magali, between part number one and part number two? 
Well, exactly as it is in your green card, in the in the, the question goes to how exactly is your name shown in the in the green card. So then it might be different than your social security and could be different from your driver license. And that is um is not a problem. We just have to report the names that we have used. And that's the way in the part number in the in the section number three of the part number two, then you can use your maiden name when you were a child and also when you married to another person, probably you use another name. I will say, Raisa, the majority of the time we are looking at very closely the driver license of our applicants and that's how we follow the um, the name that the person is legally using in the United States. Exactly, Magali. Part number one and part number two, this is your legal name and your driver license and your green card. And many students, they discover during our class, they have different name and their driver license and their green card. How big surprise for them when they discovered us that. That is the reason why we have part number two, as you mentioned, session one and session two, because sometimes we have different names. Not exactly different, but Different way written in your, these two very important documents as driver license and your green card. But we still have part or session three and four. What that parts are talking about? Well, in the section four in this part number two, Raisa, CIS is giving the opportunity to the applicant to change the name. That is a basic question that uh, when we um, start the application, ask to the applicant, do you want to change your name? Would you like to change your name? Some people say yes. Some people say no. And that's fine. This is your option. What you must understand is that if you want to change your name, normally the ceremonies are happening in court because the court is the one that is going to expedite a new resolution based on the new name that you have in the United States. There is a change of consequences of changing the name, because from that moment now, then you have different kind of name. Some people like to intend to get back to their original names, and some others just have to change the name because they got married. And this is, again, a new opportunity that is part of the fees that you pay through USCIS that uh, basically will be taken care in the courthouse to provide your legal new name in the United States. So the chain will be going back to the Social Security Administration, to the Driver License Division, to the credit cards, to the banks, to every place that you used to have your former name now you have a new one, and that's the one that you must now go in on until the end of your days, unless you want to change it again. And if you want to change it again, so then that at that time you have to go to the court. Mm, to that is great information what you just said. Magali, we have students, she asked the question. She was married three times, and she was using her husband's name. After divorce, she changed name again. But here in the part number two, session three, 
We have only two spaces. She said I have three names. I used them before. I have space only for two. How this can help me to be honest in my application? I have to use three of them or just two of them? Well, it's very simple, Raisa. You have to stick to the truth. If you use three names, you must disclose the three names. If the space is short and you don't have enough to write it down, then you have to addition addendum. That addendum or that additional sheet, you have to disclose the names that you use because as much as you give them, better for you. Okay, great. Then no problem. And I have other question. One of our students asking, when I sent application, I didn't want to change my name and I said no. But waiting for my interview, I get divorced and I decide to decide to change my name. Can I do this during the interview? Tell officer, I didn't want, but now I want to change my name. That is possible. Just to be clear, from the moment that I sent my application through the moment that I go to the interview, your life continues moving on. And if you continue having your life, things can happen. Maybe you move out of your location and you have a new house. Maybe you change your work. Maybe you travel outside of the United States. Maybe you get married. So many situations can be happening during the time of your process. If you go to the interview, it is a perfect opportunity to, to update any information that I want to change in the application. Yes to the question, Raisa. Probably at the moment I want to change my name. Now I don't want it. So it's just to be open and to be clear with the officer. Do I want to change my name? Yes, officer. Do you want to change your name? No, officer. Actually, in the past, I thought that I wanted to do it. But basically, at this point, I don't. So I want to stick with my name. And the officer will confirm the name. And you will sign uh, the iPad now because everything goes technology with the interviews at CIS. So you have to confirm the name and that will be the name will be in your naturalization certificate. Okay, and the last question from one of our students for part number two. Um, let's see, I want to change my name and not completely. My last name was uh, Garcia Gomez. Now I want to be just Garcia. That is change name or just to fix my name. Now my name well, will be not Maria Olga Perez Rodriguez. My name will be now Maria Olga Perez. That is okay? Or I have to go to court? Well, this is a perfect dialogue with the officer. And that's the reason why it's so important to control your English. Because you need to know and to understand how the decision will be taken with the officer. So the officer will pick probably the name and say, no, you have the integrity of your name. It's not changing, basically. So then the officer can say, we will continue using your name as this, right? Um, but if I totally change my name, that's a totally different scenario. So it's always an open conversation with the officer. And the officer will be guiding you about the process that will be taken in order to be fixed or to be changed. 
What if officer will ask me, why do you want to change your name? That is not officer's business, but you just have to give the answer because maybe officer checking your English. Okay. And the last question, what if uh, I want to, my name is very complicated and officer will ask me to spell my name first or last given or family. That is possible. Officer will ask me to spell my given name or my family name. I have to spell. It can happen, Raisa. It may happen too. You have to be very clear about to control the interview. As we mentioned in our last podcast, the control of your interview is basically in your hands because you are the owner of the information. If they ask you to spell it, spell it. If they ask you to please prove what was your original name, that's the reason why we have to bring our birth certificate because this is the only uh, way that we can prove that this is essentially the name as it was in your original, like the basic stage, like the most pure stage of your name is in the birth certificate. So, yeah, they can ask you to spell it. They can ask you to spell it. That's control. That's English. We had student. Her name is Martha. But she always used H, Martha. But in her day, uh, birth certificate, her name was Martha without H. Means she was spelling or writing her given name wrong. When she got her certificate with Martha without H, she was complaining to immigration that was mistake. And they show her her birth certificate, what they had. And she discovered she was using for many years her given name wrong, spelling wrong. To avoid this kind of the problem, you have to make sure you know how to spell your name and your name correctly spelling by you. And you have to check this with your birth certificate. I think we can spend hours here about changes, changes of names. What is your real name? But before we close the podcast, Raisa, let's do a little more session about the perfect world. Okay. Uh, during your interview, in the beginning, officer wants to check your N-400 application, checking your English checking your uh, speaking skills of English and understanding. And of course, before officer, what is going to do? Put you under oaths because all your questions you have to answer truthfully. Officer will tell you, raise your right hand, stand up. Do you promise? Do you swear to tell me the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth? So help me God. You have to say, yes, I do. Yes, I promise to answer all your questions truthfully. I promise to tell you the truth. Okay, perfect. Let's go. Okay, tell me what is your legal name? My name is Patricia Suarez. Okay, Patricia. Tell me, Patricia, do you have middle name? Yes, Patricia Alejandra. Okay, then tell me what is your legal full current name? Patricia Alejandra Suarez. Thank you. You see, 
if she will answer this question the first time, Patricia uh, Suarez, no more questions. But she mentioned her name in the beginning without her middle name. An officer had to ask her extra question. Do you have middle name? Okay. What is your given name? My name is Patricia. Okay. What is your family name? Pa uh, Suarez is my family name. Okay. What is your legal name? Patricia Alejandra Suarez. Thank you. Is your family name has two names or one name? Only one. Okay. Do you want to change your name? Do you want to keep your name? I want to keep my name. What name do you want to have in your naturalization certificate? Patricia Alejandra Suarez. Thank you. Raisa, I think today we were speaking about basics of names. In our next next podcast, we're going to be speaking about mistakes when we start the interview with the next. So, I hope that you enjoyed the class today, guys, and our podcast today, too. Absolutely. I was very happy to be here with all of you. Thank you very much, and see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.